Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, August 16th. This is Andrew Thiem with a news briefing from New Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon's Chief Justice took the extraordinary step on Monday of firing the entire nine-member commission tasked with overseeing the public defense system in the state. Chief Justice Martha Walters notified the commissioners of her decision and said anyone who wants to can reapply, but they have until noon Tuesday. The dramatic move comes amid the acrimonious and unsuccessful effort to fire Stephen Singer, the executive director of the state's Public Defense Services Agency. The bitter relationship spilled into public view last week when Walters told the commission that Singer had attacked her verbally. The two have sparred in private over the deepening crisis at the Public Defense Agency. As of last week, nearly 1,000 people who qualified for public defenders were without one, including many who are incarcerated. The state agency has a $356 million budget. The agency has confronted a series of crises that predate Singer, including an exodus of defense lawyers, allegations of sexism, and complaints about low pay. The sweeping effort to overhaul Portland's form of government survived a legal challenge in Multnomah County Circuit Court, moving it one step closer to the November ballot. A judge ruled Monday that the measure meets Oregon's constitutional requirement that ballot measures address only a single subject. Quote, there is a unifying principle, reforming the structure and operation of city government, that logically connects all provisions in the measure, unquote. Judge Stephen Bouchong wrote in a court opinion, the measure would transform Portland's bureaucracy, increase the number of representatives on city council, and alter how those officials are elected. The sweeping ballot measure was the final product of a years-long effort from the city's Volunteer Charter Reform Committee. The Portland Business Alliance, the powerful Chamber of Commerce, had challenged the ballot measure. The proposal also changes Portland to a city manager and strong mayor system, putting it on even footing with other large and medium-sized cities around the country. Remember all that talk of federal changes to rein in massive paydays for corporate executives? Yeah, turns out that wasn't effective. A new study of CEO pay found that the federal tax code changes have been ineffective. Three years after the tax code changes, CEOs are still raking in big bucks. Portland and San Francisco have their own taxes tied to massive corporate pay issues. The measure in Portland started in 2016, and it levies a small tax on businesses operating in the city that pay top officials more than 100 times what they pay their median employee. Portland collected $5.2 million in revenue from that tax in 2019. That's up from $3.15 million in 2017. Portland has received another $4.7 million from the tax in 2020, the most recent tax year available, and those collections are still continuing. So who makes the most in Portland? Intel CEO Pat Gelsinger topped the list with a pay package valued at $179 million. That's more than 1,700 times higher than the $104,000 the company pays its median worker. 
See the full list at OregonLive.com slash business to see where Nike, Kroger, and Lithium Motors land on the list. The University of Oregon's president is headed to Northwestern University, and now its long-serving athletic director is up for another contract extension. Rob Mullins received a $5 million extension. Mullins just finished his 12th year in Eugene. If his contract is approved by the university's board of trustees, the deal would keep Mullins under contract through June 2030. The contract comes as the future of Oregon athletics is a bit in limbo with the pending departure from the Pac-12 conference of UCLA and USC. Mullins' base contract would increase from $717,500 plus other bonuses to some $980,000 plus other bonuses. If approved, he would be the 11th highest paid athletic director in the country. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.